Congratulations. You're listening to Real True Facts, a podcast dedicated to finding the realest, truest facts out there. Because just because you read it or hear it doesn't mean it's true. We're back at it again this week. My name is Tiffany Flintstone. And I am Mark Cohen. Not that one. But I am the Tiffany Flintstone, so just so you know. Uh, Today, our show is a spooky show today. I'm so excited about it. We are talking about shadows and shadow people. Ooh. It is a really, really spooky show today, and I am here for it. I love the spooky stuff. Yeah, sometimes the truth is spooky. So, uh, uh, you know, last time uh, we we uh, spoke about uh, some interesting things, uh, not necessarily spooky, but still uh, disheartening, still a little crazy. So, um, yeah, if you need to cuddle up to a loved one or hold hands, whatever you need to do, um, you know, take warning. Yeah. Spooky show today. Uh, but first, let's go around the world. Let's get into our headlines. Okay, so some interesting things in the news. Um, first of all, you know, we, we like to cover our Bigfoot sightings. And unfortunately, there was a hoax in our midst. Oh! Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't like it, but it, it happens. So it, it turns out that uh, this, uh, in Oklahoma, some of the Bigfoot sightings were actually, <laughs> it was actually just a... Um, uh, public service announcement uh, to get people to stay away from each other due to the uh, COVID-19. What? That's yeah. stupid. Yeah, it, it is. And it really, what it really does is it, it uh, illegitimizes the, the real Bigfoot sightings. Yeah. Yeah, it really does. Because uh, though that work that people do for Bigfoot and for bringing awareness, conservation for Bigfoot, uh, his privacy, that, is the real stuff that we need to be focusing on. We don't need to be focusing on hoaxes. Uh, It just makes everything that we're working towards just kind of seem moot. I don't care if it's, you know, if it's a marketing campaign, a clever marketing campaign, you're just being disrespectful to a highly endangered species. Um, You know, animals are people too, right? Yeah. And a dog saw a ghost in Louisiana. There was a, a, a video online and I don't know what else a, a dog could be scared of other than a, a, a ghost being person. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, try and think of a, another uh, explanation for that. I can't because dogs aren't scared of anything. Like you turn on the vacuum, nothing. Balloons, nothing. Dogs are unflappable. They are just steely eyed. Stoic. Yeah, stoic completely even. stoic. Like you throw a ball, nothing. Um, so it just really confuses me why a dog would be afraid of anything other than a ghost, just cause it's like, it, it rocks their soul, you know, it, it reaches in from the inside out. So yeah, totally. I, I think a ghost uh, would have that capabilities, but animals are attuned to the world around us in a way that we can't comprehend. And yeah, uh, it's like, um, children, you know, babies, children, animals, and uh, sometimes old people. Sometimes. Sometimes adults. So, right. But other than that, no, no one else yeah, really. That's that's it. You know? It's finely attuned. And so, you know, moving away from that, we have uh, a couple new uh, UFO sightings or lights, you know, in the in the sky that obviously aren't, aren't humans. You know, we have some stuff uh, right here in the, the heartland of the country, uh, Detroit and Cleveland. Did you did you happen to see this? Did you, you see these um, lights in the sky? I, I, I did. Mean, I did. I, t- I took a look at it. Um, 
man, I just like it's it looks super legit. Like, I don't know what else it could be. Yeah. And the thing is, it's not just happening here in the U.S. Uh, you know, there's a, a, a dash cam video uh, from uh, South Korea. Right. Yeah. That's that's a different country entirely but from what I'm it's told. It's the same lights. Well, they're they're lights in the sky. Yeah, I mean, so they're you the can't, same. Yeah, you can't make that stuff up. Yeah. I don't know how else you're going to produce lights in the sky. No clue. No clue. Uh, and it's a dash cam, so that's super reliable. They always catch everything. They they catch like traffic accidents and car crashes. And uh, I've seen meteors come down that dash cams have conveniently captured. And so. You know, we we have video proof. I don't know what more people need. I don't know why they're still in denial about these things in our world and in our skies. It's like the footage is there. It's there. Yeah, the truth is there. Just, you know, look at just watch one of the videos, right? Yeah, there is. There, there was another headline that you sent me earlier saying that uh, it was a physicist still don't know what reality is. Oh, did you did you read that? I did. Okay, I'm glad you did because I I did not. Um, I thought it looked interesting, but it um, I, I you know it looked it was actually published by a reputable source, and yeah. I don't know. It just uh, what what did you get from it? Uh, I got really defensive. Mm-hmm, That's what mm-hmm, I got mm-hmm, from mm-hmm, it because mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. physicists still don't know what reality is. It's like it's like they should right. <laughs> me too. You ain't special. Like. If anyone knows, it should be physicists and us and uh, humans in general. Yeah. So I think that's ultimately a problem. I mean, we could delve deep into what reality is, but I mean, look in front of you that what we're living is 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 real. You know, what we can touch yeah, it may is or, or real. may not be reality. That's a good place to start. Look in front of you. Yeah. I mean, so since you actually read it, um, you know, maybe uh, we should keep in mind any questions that came from physicists, physicists when we uh, touch base with the doctor later in uh, uh, in this episode. Yes, uh, I definitely read it. I read the whole thing. And, right. it, it, and it was long and I read it. Right. That's just one more reason I did not. Um, <laughs> long articles are often false. Right. That's one thing I found out. Uh, a lot of times it's, you know, the longer it is, the less accurate it is. And I use you know, myself if, as an example, because in mm-hmm. high school, the longer my essays were, the more full of bullshit they were. Uh, just, I was just trying exactly. to, I was just trying to fill pages, you know, like I didn't read the book. Mm-hmm. I, you know, if I read something, Boom, I could summarize it in a paragraph. Done. Get in and out. What, you know, what else do you need? You know, what else yeah. more are you saying? What I else mean, do you need to know? I, I, if, I, if I didn't know what it was, like, I would just, I felt like I was vamping. Like I was on the, on the piano, like, do, 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 do. Like, just, oh, you're right. Do, vamping. Do, 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 yeah. Do. Piano like, vamping. Let's, let's just keep going. I have no mm-hmm, idea. Like the, like the jazz music. Yeah. Right. Like yeah, the jazz like, music. I, I, did I read As I Lay Dying? No. What was it about? I don't know. But I wrote four pages on <laughs> it. I have no idea it. what that is, Tiffany, but it sounds interesting. <laughs> it, it sounds super interesting. It was. And that was my, wow. re- that was my reality. So. You're just so well read. <laughs> so at the front and the back of the book. Let me tell you. Right. So, you know, that's uh, that's uh, some of the, the latest current events, current events. And uh, I'm, st- I'm still really upset about this whole Bigfoot thing. 
it's it's going to take a while for all of us. I'll keep monitoring the situation. Please do. Um, and if uh, our viewers out there have any questions or information, you know, please uh, hit us up at uh, what's that email address? Real true facts mail at gmail.com. Any of your questions, uh, any of your Bigfoot sightings, any of your uh, Bigfoot outreach programs, please let me know. I think it's a travesty that uh, Mr. Foot was used as a social media ploy to encourage social distancing. I think it really uh, invalidates the struggles that conservationists uh, go through now to keep Bigfoot safe and to bring awareness to his uh, environment. I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. And uh, we'll uh, certainly remind you of that email address later in the show, but I, I think we, it's important to mention it uh, multiple times because we, we'd love to hear from you regarding all of these issues in any and all of these. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so today's topic is all about shadows. Um, oh man, I love I love man, shadows. We are getting I spooky today. Uh, all about shadows. Last week at the end of our episode, we had a great reader question from Dylan S. He wanted to know what a shadow was, why we can't interact with it, dark matter, all that good stuff. Uh, so we're going to delve into that today. What is a shadow? We are talking all about shadows today, and then we're going to get really, really spooky, and we are going to talk about shadow people. Um, and we've got uh, yeah, that's one of my favorite aspects of shadows. Oh, you know, yeah. there's the you know people cast the shadows and the, all that stuff, but you know, shadow people for me, that's where that's where it's at. That is that's that's where we're going to get the real truth here um, with a special a special little uh, guest later here. So let's uh, start out. Let me call up. Dr. Seymour from the lab. I got a hat. Oh, okay. Yeah, Ooh. we're going to go right to the lab yeah, and check we're in. Right Maybe to we can lab. start his, off with some, uh, his time. some some shadow facts. Oh, yeah. Let's write it from, let me, I'm hacking the mainframe. Let me bring uh, Dr. Uh, Seymour in up I from. I never appreciate that enough. From the bunker, the science bunker. Dr. Seymour, are you with us? Yes, I'm here. I'm here. Hello. Oh, Mark. I'm Hello. glad you could join us from the bunker. Oh, yeah. How are you? Is everything holding up bunker-wise and otherwise? Yes, the uh, the supplies are still uh, holding up here, and we're doing great in the bunker. Good, Wonderful. strong port callus will do that. <laughs> so, Dr. Seymour, shadows, shadow people, you are our scientist. Can you remind uh, everyone what your credentials are to be talking about shadows today? Um, I did some a some PhD work at the University of South America. Um, in geometrical, three-dimensional, and four-dimensional optics. And um, also have a master's in color linguistics. Ooh. So perfect. Please enlighten us with all of your knowledge. Can you tell us exactly what a shadow is? That was the first part of our yeah, listener let's, question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's start it off like what what is... Um... Yeah, what is a shadow in in its most basicalist and simplest terms for um, the lay persons out there? Um, in the most simple form, in the way that we consider light and dark and shadows, um, we could say that uh, a shadow is just the absence of light or the blocking of light. So interesting, yeah. Light um, travels in rays; it travels in straight lines, and if you get in the way, it's got to go around you, and it doesn't doesn't have that ability to to sneak back in so w where it can't sneak in we got a shadow you would treat your your ray or line as a vector 
And mm-hmm. we always simplify mm-hmm. it for the lay people. And, you know, it's in two dimensions every now and then we get fancy and go to three dimensions. But I'm quite confident that when we start talking about four or excuse me, shadow people, we are going to the interface of an additional form of media in which it, a minimum of a four vector notation is going to be absolutely necessary. Right. That's I mean, that yeah, that's what I was thinking myself, uh, but I'm glad you stated that for the, the lay persons. Um, I also there. knew that. Uh, just felt like I needed to tell you that. Um, why can't we... A refresher never hurts, yeah. Yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so why can't we interact with shadows from a, a scientific point of view? Yeah, why can't I reach out and touch a shadow, Doctor? Um... The, uh, the challenge there is the same reason you can't um, reach out and touch light. So we obviously we could touch a light bulb. If, if we were feeling a little silly, we could touch yes. a, a candle um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and hopefully learn a lesson from that. But the light that they produce, you can't touch. Now imagine try to touch something that isn't there from a thing that you can't touch. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. I just tried imagining in that, and th- that is not easy. That, brought, so that I, kind of yeah. breaks my brain a little bit. Wow. And, well, um, I, wow. Oh, yeah. So I was <laughs> just, was uh, sorry. Yeah. I just like, I went, I went in a really like, no pun intended, dark place. Uh, and then I started thinking about Peter Pan when he like lost his shadow when he had to like mm-hmm. glue it back on his feet. It's like. I not familiar you, with uh, you, you, the type of you thing you're speaking that? of. Uh, uh, yeah, Dr. is that a Dr. Seymour? Do you know what I'm talking about? It's a movie, ta- right? Yeah, yeah. You, you know what I'm talking about? You've seen Peter Pan, right? The cartoon. He loses his shadow. It, it's a movie cartoon, a cartoon movie, yeah. right? It, yeah. Okay. 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 You know what, listeners? Just if you like, email me, email us, and back me up here that in Peter Pan, he loses his shadow, and then he's got to like sew it back onto his feet. And then it pops up on the wall. Like, I'm not making this up. I'm not doubting you. I'm just not <laughs> familiar with whatever it is you're talking about. That's, I'm not saying it's not true. I've heard much, much stranger things. Trust me. Sure. Sure. Well, uh, Dr. Seymour, I mean, just that's just a wonderful explanation about shadows and, and what they mean to us. Uh, we're going to bring in a special guest uh, because we are talking about shadows today. And we are talking about shadow people. So let's take a quick break. When we come back, we are going to delve deep into the spooky dookie world of shadow people. We'll be right back, folks. Welcome back to Real True Facts, the Real True podcast. We are talking today about shadows and shadow people. And right now, I would yes. love to introduce our special guest. He is uh, a self-proclaimed free spirit. His name is Rodano Montalbano. He is here to tell us about his actual encounters and experiences with shadow people. So, Rod, are you here? Can I call you Rod? No, you cannot. Hi, Rodano Montalbano here. Uh, that's right. I'm a free spirit. I live freely and I see shadow people. Wow. Great. Thanks for coming out. I'm really excited to hear your thoughts on 
um, on shadows made of people or people made of shadows. I, you know, I'm not sure. So that's why I'm hoping, you know, get yeah, some insight can just, here. Can you take us through like what what happens? Well, absolutely. To begin with, what you just said are two very different classes. There are, in fact, shadow people, people mm-hmm. made of shadows. There are mm-hmm. also shadow people, uh, that which are shadows made of people. You see. Oh, no. okay. It's actually okay. quite offensive to call one of the other type the other type. <laughs> Oh, I'm oh. glad I apologized earlier because I knew I was going to offend someone or some. I almost said something and that might be offensive yeah. in itself. Well, so when when did you first notice you had this ability, if that's the right, right absolutely. word for it? Absolutely. I would call it a gift. I would call it a okay. great gift, um, one that I uh, cherish and treasure. And it first started... Um, well, there I was, uh, about four weeks into a methamphetamine microdose session. Uh, so you were how old then? Was this like uh, uh, three or four? What was what, were, what oh, are we talking? No, here? no, no. I never touched the stuff until I was seven. Oh. Okay. Okay. Um, and as you know, microdosing is the hot new thing all around Silicon Valley, all around uh, under the bridges. Um, everyone's microdosing. So I was trying it out and four weeks went by perfectly normal. And then like that, bam, I could start seeing the shadow people. Wow. Wow. So what, uh, paint a a picture uh, for us. What does a shadow person people look like? The first thing that you notice about a shadow person is that they are very, very dark they're like not real people they don't have features Mm. they don't have genders i heard you discussing that earlier oh thank goodness Um, but they are humanoid and you can only see them out of the corner of your eye okay so okay so all right i just thought of something what about um can you what about the other senses can you uh hear them or smell them I don't know about taste, but let's start with those Absolutely. two. I mean, they sound like underlying dread and terror. Uh, it's sort of oh. a low hum of, of dread and tension in a room. Mm. Um, and mm. they smell like lilac. Oh. Yeah. Oh, if you ever, that's refreshing. If you ever catch a, a whiff of lilac in the air, mm-hmm. chances are there's shadow people near. Oh, man. I feel like Good that happens to me all the time. Well, naturally, they're all around you all the time. You just can't see them. That's comforting, maybe? <laughs> so uh, should we be yeah, worried? Is it, is it, are they dangerous are you, you sound like a really happy guy. Like, are you scared at all when you encounter these things? Well, I would say that I'm scared about 80% of the time. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, it's really, truly sure. mm-hmm. terrifying, um, maddening even when you encounter a shadow person because your mind literally rebels against the concept. <laughs> it drives you insane. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Um, and some of them are okay. Some of them are neutral. Some of them are malev- malevolent. Um, and others still are kind of flirty. Ones. Ah, how does that's interesting. <laughs> how does that. flirting work without gender? Well, 
just because there aren't gender doesn't mean that there isn't desire. <laughs> um, um, and so uh, a shadow person, a figure might flirt with you. Uh, you'll notice the smell of lilacs. That's how you know things are horribly mm-hmm, wrong. Mm-hmm. And then out of the corner of your eye, you'll just, uh, you'll just get a little flash, uh, just a little wisp of like a wink and a, and a whisper. But I not see. like an audible whisper, but like a shadow visual whisper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can you can feel you can it. Feel you feel the sexual flirty tension. whisper. Here's what people don't realize about the shadow people: is that shadow people have existed for all of time. Uh, they are known as demons, as ghosts, as spirits, as uh, crystal ghouls, as uh, hallucinatory sure. monsters, as sleep paralysis sure, yeah. vampire succubi. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. They are known as the establishment, the man, the mm-hmm. security, the the well-wishers, right. the people who are working behind the scenes to grant wishes, but also fuck things up for you. Oh. Uh. You know, like whenever whenever you misplace your glasses, that was a shadow person. Mm-hmm. Oh. I, I knew I wasn't just misplacing my glasses. I had a feeling. Oh, Absolutely. Sometimes feelings are all we have when it comes to shadow people because you can't measure them. Right. You, you can't measure Dr. them. Let's bring in Dr. Dr. Seymour. Any confirmation about being able to uh, measure a shadow person's presence at all? We talked about sleep paralysis. Um, obviously, that's something that has to do with the brain. And I want to say the soul. I think your soul leaves your body when you sleep. I read that somewhere. Um can, can you, can you mm-hmm. confirm that? Um, the, the easiest tool that we have in the scientific community would be a refractometer because a shadow mm-hmm. person would have a different refractive index from, a, um, from the surrounding environment. And if we're not familiar with uh, what that is, it's just to say like um, as, as, a, as light travels from the air to the water, we've all we've all placed a spoon in a glass of water and it, and it looks broken or bent. Of course. Uh, a similar idea as, as you go, as the light goes through that media, which I believe is potentially where, where the name originated, or I may be way off on that, um, is that <clears throat> because there is a being there, there is an existence there that is different than air, um, we, we would be able to measure a difference in the way the light travels through it that our eye may not be attuned to, that our other senses have learned with, with the smell. Um, as, we, as we heard several times there, we, we don't want to get into taste on this because um, there's, there's, there's a, uh, there are way more than the, the salty, sweet umami flavors once you get into um, four, five, and six dimensions that, that we choose to ignore. But the, simply, the, we said light couldn't bend because it was a line, while well, shadow people bend light. I, I so. have uh, an even bigger question. This is for Rodalno. Have you seen Peter Pan? Uh, I have not seen it, but I am familiar with yeah. it. A fairy, a boy, a shadow. It's a beautiful story yeah. of uh, childhood innocence. So you know the scene I'm talking about when he loses his shadow and he that's that's how he ends up in uh in the win, in Wendy's room because it should be, oh it, no that sounds made up no no cuz 
the shadow falls off and he's I think he's like gonna use well this is like the Mary Martin one that I'm drawing one because he tries to use soap or something to like stick it back on his feet and then he's gotta sew it back on and come on you guys you guys know what I'm talking about uh, no um I you know uh, it's not that it, it, it that it's necessarily not true which is you know I'm, again I'm not familiar with um this story or, or you know whatever it, it may be Rodolno, will you walk us through an actual shadow person encounter if we've never had them before what are the other than like the the, the smells and the sights and kind of the overall feeling uh what uh, what is something that a person can experience with this you can experience uh lightheadedness uh redness in the face a flushing of the chest uh sort of shallow breathing all Ooh. signs of of strain stress or anxiety you will start to uh, evacuate your bowels naturally mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you will become engorged and encompassed by fear mm, right uh and wow. you know sometimes the fear is warranted and sometimes it's not um for instance my last encounter I was terrified, terrified of the shadow person that I saw in the corner of my eye with their fiery red glowing eyes. And then when I tried to communicate with him in my paralysis state by fluttering my eyes at him or it, it just magically poofed away. And that was it. Wow. Where was this? Uh, this was in a dark bunker after another microdosing methamphetamine session. Okay, so it was a dark area. Mm. Okay, so kind of a dark. Uh, I'm just going to go out on a limb here, and uh, this does not discredit your experience at all. But do you think this has anything at all to do with the fact that you were in a bunker? <laughs> well, <laughs> I what? listen. When you've been dealing with shadow people as much as I have, you learn that everything's connected. So Mm -hmm. absolutely, Mm -hmm. the bunker was definitely part of it. I'm not the the expert on this. So let's ask Dr. Seymour again. Let's have a scientist um, give us some tips, give us some survival tips. And I'll just open it up to you guys that have experienced the shadow people. What are the next steps? What do we do now that we know that these are all around us? all the time. Well, I think from a scientific method, the, the, the next step is after you are aware of something, you, you follow the scientific method. You, um, you ask questions, you look for testful hypotheses, you follow through. So, so we are aware of the existence. The, the most logical approach next would be um, a, a analytical study, put, potentially following a, a loose version of the Summerfield Runge method um, to study zero-wavelength right. objects. Uh, mm-hmm. I realized that that went over a few heads there. But basically, um, we, ju- we want to recognize that although we are not observing them in the traditional sense of sight, that there are visions of them that can become a part of our experience. Yeah. 
and the more carefully you look for the opportunity to see that experience, you make a hypothesis about what that experience will be, and then you either use the results to confirm or to disprove your hypothesis, the more you can move forward with that. That's beautiful. Right. Makes a lot of so sense. Donald? Makes a lot of uh, a lot of sense. A lot of good good sense. Well, with all due respect, Dr. Seymour, I'm going to have to disagree entirely. Shadow people don't like questions. They hate hypotheses. They hate scientific rigor and logic. They just really don't respond well to it. Wow, sassy shadow people. I tried to ask a shadow person a scientific question once, and the result was me, again, defecating myself and being paralyzed for at least three hours. Sure, sure. There's going to be some defecation. That's that's understood uh, and understandable. Question? Right. I asked the shadow person why he'd be like that so much. All right, um, because yeah, you don't know that he always be, but sometimes they do. Always, sometimes. Mm-hmm. We do have to remember yeah, why that. Why be like that? Yeah, but but he do. They do. And um, Doctor Seymour, do it be like that sometimes? The thing with this method is. If it be like that or not, even when it not, when it is not like that, we ha- we can move forward with our study, knowing more. Ah uh, ha So, in itself, we learned that in response to a question comes anger and defecation. So that's just <laughs> one more new piece of this puzzle. Interesting. So we can learn from things that, uh, you know, at first glance, we think uh, may not be a learning experience. Interesting. Interesting. And that's, that's science in a nutshell. That's what that's I like science. to promote on the show is, you know, you may think you're just uh, defecating, but you're really learning too. Oh man, ain't that the truth? So, uh, Man, this is good stuff. Good stuff today. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and close it out. I think we still have much to learn about shadow people and really the world around us and, and science in general. There's really no definite answers here, but I think that just opens up uh, new pathways to discovery. And isn't that what we are all about? But I think unequivocally we can say, uh, yes, shadow people are real. And uh, I want to thank uh, Mr. Ronaldo Montalbano. And uh, thank you for sharing your experiences yes, today. You. Do, you, do you have anything else you want to add? Any final we, musings or thoughts? Before we drop you off? Oh, no. Uh, thank you. It was a pleasure uh, sharing my experience with shadow people with you. Um, if you would like to, please follow me. I'm not on social media, but just follow me around. See what it's like. Sure. And mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I hope that you have a wonderful shadowy time. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank what, you. A, what a sweetheart. What a sweetheart. Dr. Seymour, anything else you want to add? No. Great. Let's close up the science bunker. I'll uh, uh, download the mainframe to shut it off. And one last reminder, if you've encountered uh, shadow people, please let us know about it. Um, send us an email. Uh, drop us a line. Uh, we'd be happy to hear about it. Um, you know. Uh, please uh, tell us about shadow people or anything else uh, you may have encountered. Yes, yes. Uh, I think that's a perfect segue to go into mail. We have some viewer mail, our favorite part of the night. We can kind of decompress from all of our serious debating. Got kind of hot there for a second. Yeah, and I like it because it um, it lets us know we're, we're making a difference, right? You know, when we hear yeah. uh, responses 
uh, from from real people. It lets us know that uh, you know that we're making a difference. They're listening. They uh, want to be a part of a, a dialogue rather than a, you know yes. a, a myologue. And, it, and um, so uh, yeah. you know, you uh, the best way to reach us is email, right? And uh, what's that email address again? Uh, email is uh, realtruefactsmail at gmail.com. You can send us an email. Uh, we have a few messages today. We've got a comment. I do Ooh, love great. comments. And we have a question too. So okay. we'll, we'll set that we'll set that up for next week as well. So our comment here, a really wonderful compliment. This is from Dale S. Dale S. says, we love your insight. We always suspected birds were watching us. Uh, that was from our last episode. We talked all about how birds are not real, how they are government surveillance drones. Uh, we love your insight. We always suspected birds were watching us. Thank you, Dale S. Uh, and we are also going to continue to monitor the situation of being monitored. Um, for listeners just joining us, I made contact with a bird drone. I let it into my bunker. Uh, so I think next week I'm going to plug him in. We're going to read some codes. We're going to figure out uh, what the drone is doing, and that'll be wow. fun. This yeah. is all new to me. This is exciting. I, yeah, yeah I, I thought this would be a fun surprise to, to give you. Um, and then our question today comes from okay. Kelsey M. She asks, why are cats... Cor- what? Girl, learn how to spell. She says, what are cats' correlation to the pyramids? Are they sentient beings sent from the greater beyond? Uh, so, uh, the wow, pyramids... Wow, thanks for that qu- qu- uh, question, Kelsey. Yeah, we're, well, let's get into the pyramids. Let's get into uh, cats. I mean, we're, we've got this whole deal about animals that we're, we're rocking with here. But uh, correlation to the pyramids, I think we can get in on that. What, what say you, Mark? Wow, pyramids. I'm just uh, sorry. The gears get turning when I think about yeah. pyramids, uh, you know, because it's, you know, aliens. Um, you know, did they build them? Did the aliens build them here? Did they build them in space and bring them down? You know, were they built by, you know, were the aliens who built them? Do they look like cats? Uh, did they the not? Cats are did aliens? they just like them? You know, they do look cool. So maybe that's, you know, just part of the uh, the aesthetic. Oh man, that's, there's a lot to uh, to a unravel and so, to unpack. Yeah, I think I think we can really get into it next week and have a lot of fun with that one. Um, so yes, if you would like to ask us a question to be explored on the show, you can email us again, realtruefactsmail at gmail, um, and uh, and we'll we'll feature the hell out of you. So uh, I want to say thank you to our guest today. Um, thank you to our listeners. We will see you next time, folks. Keep questioning your world and join us next time for more real true facts. I am Tiffany Flintstone. I'm, I'm Marco and not that one. Uh, be sure to check out all our future episodes on uh, uh, Apple iTunes, uh, the Play Store, Spotify, and anywhere you find your favorite podcasts. Bye bye.